This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. The economic damage inflicted by COVID-19 restrictions has seen over 3 million Australians dip into their superannuation savings. Whether you need that extra boost in cash or not, financial experts say it is nonetheless a good time to review the state of your superannuation account. Since the coronavirus pandemic, Australia's unemployment has reached 7.5%, the highest jobless rate since November 1998, according to July figures from the Australian Bureau of Statistics. The Australian Prudential Regulation Authority data shows that since April, 3.1 million Australians have accessed their superannuation early to meet their financial needs. Services Australia provides a free financial information service to help Australians make informed financial decisions in multiple languages. Financial Information Service Officer Justin Bott says the coronavirus-related early release scheme is available to Australians and permanent residents who meet the criteria. Somewhere between now and the 31st of December, you're allowed to take a one-off lump sum of $10,000. You've got to be a citizen or a permanent resident. You've got to be either unemployed, eligible on receiving an income support payment like job seeker payment, or after the 1st of January you've been made redundant, your businesses or your work hours have gone down by 20%, or your small business turnover is reduced by 20%. So if you're in any of those... Then you're able to go to the ATO through your MyGov account, fill in that application to get your $10,000 out of your superannuation fund. Temporary migrants were only permitted to access their superannuation once prior to July, whilst Australian citizens and permanent residents are allowed to have another withdrawal of up to $10,000 in the 2020-2021 financial year. But Financial Rights Legal Centre's senior solicitor, Jen Lewis, says there are pre-existing grounds prior to COVID-19 that allow temporary migrants to withdraw more superannuation. Non-permanent residents in Australia who are planning to permanently leave Australia can get early access of their superannuation. That doesn't include New Zealanders. The categories of early access to superannuation apply to people in financial crisis and those aged over 55 who have been on certain Centrelink allowances for 39 weeks or more. According to the Australian Taxation Office, pre-existing early access to superannuation categories are generally limited to $10,000. The withdrawal is taxed between 17 to 22 percent, except for those in severe financial hardship or over 60 years of age. For example, if you're needing the money for urgent medical treatment or medical transport for you or a dependent, if it's to prevent your home being sold, if you need to pay for a funeral or expenses relating to the death of one of your dependents, or for expenses associated with a terminal medical condition for you or a dependent. Lewis urges those considering accessing their superannuation ahead of retirement to explore all options before making the final decision. She says in some cases, superannuation may work out better than declaring bankruptcy. Superannuation, for example, is protected in bankruptcy. So for some people who have overwhelming debts that they will never be able to repay, might be better off considering bankruptcy and their superannuation is protected. What we see, not infrequently, is people who have withdrawn their superannuations year after year, early access over a period of time, and then eventually go bankrupt anyway. 
According to the Association of Superannuation Funds of Australia, ASFA, individuals and couples aged around 65 would need an annual budget of $27,902 and $40,380 respectively to live a modest lifestyle if they were to retire today. Yet 2017 to 2018 figures from the Australian Bureau of Statistics show that the median superannuation account balance for women is $45,000, while men had $65,000. Dan Hewitt, a financial advisor of Perth-based Financial Framework, says as most people do not have enough money within or outside of their superannuation to fully fund their retirement, the decision to withdraw your superannuation early will significantly diminish your retirement savings. Because if you take out $10,000 at age 50, when you come to start to really need it in retirement in your maybe mid-60s onwards, that $10,000 has been out of your superannuation account for 15 plus years. So if it's appropriately invested, you would hope to generate a bit of a return on that $10,000, which compounds over time. So that $10,000 may end up being more like $25,000 or $30,000 when you factor in the lost gains over such a long period of time. Bot is concerned that those who access a significant portion of their superannuation fund in advance could potentially miss out on important insurance entitlements. So if by taking out the $10,000 out of your super, you close it down or you reduce the balance to less than $6,000, one of the unintended outcomes that you might have come up with is you've actually said goodbye to lots and lots of life insurance or total and permanent disability insurance. And that's a big thing. And that's not something that you want to say goodbye to very easily. You want to really make sure you know what you're doing. Hewitt says his firm has been pleasantly surprised by the lack of early withdrawal of superannuation from most of his older migrant clients during the coronavirus pandemic. For migrants that have only been in Australia a relatively short period of time, they probably actually have less super than other Australians that have spent their whole working life here. So maybe they're aware that their balance is lower and that they shouldn't withdraw it because they're still playing catch up. I think migrants generally also are quite frugal and probably better potentially able to get through these slightly difficult periods um, because they tend to be quite cautious with their money. According to a recent paper by the Australian Human Rights Commission, women retire with an average superannuation fund of $157,050, whereas men have $270,710. The alarming trend is that one-third of women approaching retirement have no superannuation at all. Griffith Business School's Associate Lecturer in Superannuation and Practicing Financial Planner Whitley Bradford says women tend to fall behind in their superannuation savings due to years of unpaid work in caring for their children or family member. There are government incentives that can be utilised as well, such as the government co-contribution, considering spousal contributions as well, where you can have a partner use some of their concessional contributions or their pre-tax contributions and they can be split into for the lower income earners superannuation fund to help build up that savings. Bradford notices that small business owners or self-employed workers often neglect to contribute to their own superannuation as much or as often as they should. She suggests that the self-employed pay themselves superannuation like an employee for tax benefits as well as setting money aside for retirement. 
Superannuation is taxed at 15%. So if you're on a mid-range of 32.5% tax rate, if you were to put money into superannuation before tax, you know, you could have up to $25,000 of pre-tax contributions uh, into superannuation and that can be quite beneficial from a tax point of view. But if you're on the lower tax rate and let's say you're you're earning $18,000 a year and you mightn't even be paying tax, for example, you could put money into superannuation after tax and potentially be eligible for the government co-contribution. A worrying trend emerging out of the pandemic is scammers seeking access to superannuation funds, according to Super Consumers Australia's director, Xavier O'Halloran who urges people to treat unsolicited calls and emails with a high degree of suspicion. Unsolicited calls to people, emails, or offering help to access superannuation early. And a lot of these calls have been from people impersonating the Australian Taxation Office or a superannuation fund, or they might say that they're from some kind of financial advice group. And they're often saying things like, we can help you gain access to your super or unlock your super or take control of your super. In 2019, Scamwatch reported a 90% increase in scams on the previous year, targeting people from non-English speaking backgrounds. In the last year alone, there are about over 7,000 reports of scams against people whose English wasn't their first language, and that accounted for about $14 million worth of scams. We've heard some reports of the Thai community being particularly targeted by some of these scams. Sometimes it'll be people speaking in a language that these people understand and maybe trusting the people that they're getting calls from. Even if you're not planning to withdraw your superannuation right now, Bot explains that it is a good idea to get to know the state of your superannuation. All Australians really aren't engaging with their superannuation fund very well. We don't really know what it does. We don't know what we've invested in. We get this uh, letter once a year that tells us that the balance is something and we take it and often just throw it away and don't read any of the information that's in there. And we don't realise what we're being charged for fees. So if this makes you pay more attention to where your superannuation is going, then that's a good thing. The comments in this article are general advice only and do not apply to individual circumstances. To seek advice, speak to a qualified financial planner or call the free National Debt Helpline for financial counselling on 1800 007 007. For free financial information in your language, contact Services Australia's Financial Information Service on 131 202. If your identity has been stolen, contact ID Care on 1800 595 160. The feature on early access to superannuation during COVID-19 was prepared by Amy Chin Yu Wong. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio.